Hello everyone, my name is Courtney. Welcome back to Music Shoe My Ears. I feel like I just said that out of order. It's been a long week, so please understand. Um, but yeah, welcome back. If it's your very first time listening to this podcast, uh, thanks for stopping by and I hope you enjoy it. Um, if it is your second, third, fourth, fifth, or more time listening to just any episode of this podcast, also welcome and thanks for continuing to listen. I very much appreciate it and hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, let's let's just get into it. Um, this week has been a long week. I feel very haggard. I feel like I'm emerging very haggard from like a battlefield. Um, so this week was my midterms week. It was like, you know, it's like not even like official official like, well, it's like official midterms, but like it's, it's, I still have a midterm next week. So it's kind of sad, but I had two midterms this week, so I'm done with those and, um, hopefully I don't have to worry about it. Um, and then I have like one more midterm next week. And then I had a paper that was due like earlier this week. So those are all four of my classes, got all their like exams slash papers in. Um, and so I just have to take the last one next like Thursday or something. Um, but I'm kind of tired because I took my stats one today and I'm horrible at stats, like truly horrible at stats. Um, like I can do the straightforward, like mean, median mode, but once it gets beyond that, that is like out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, I don't know if I, oh, okay. No, I also got my first, uh, dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, that was like a while ago. It feels like a while ago. Like anything, since I record my episodes, like on Thursday nights, normally, Usually you guys don't know about stuff that happens on like Fridays because, you know, it'll have been like right the day when my like episodes released. So I did get my first shot on um, like a week ago and oh my gosh, my arm was like not feeling the best. I hadn't had like a shot in a very long time before like then and I forgot like how immobile your arm is like after getting a shot and like especially the next day, if I like I, like, could not even, like, lay on that side. Like, one time, it was, like, two days, or it was, like, three days later, and I thought I was, like, good to lay on my side because I was, like, laying on my arm that got the shot, and I was, like, this is fine. And then I was, like, wait. And then when I, like, when I took the pressure off of it, it, like, hurt so bad. I was, like, oof, not the move. But, so I have that, and then I'm supposed to get my second shot, like, late May, literally, like, before finals week, which is, like, great because I've heard that, like, the second dose has a lot more, like, oofs after like oofs in terms of like symptoms um and so you know the timing is just impeccable to have uh the second shot before finals but you know we'll just work with it and see where it takes us um so i'm officially halfway through the quarter Mm, halfway halfway more than halfway through like all the like classes because 10th week is technically finals week so um so I'm kind of like excited to get the quarter over with, but also I have a couple of things that I like need to finish before the quarter finishes. So I'd appreciate if the quarter was like slow down a bit, you know. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited for stuff after uh, this quarter ends because um, there's a lot of exciting things. Uh, for those of you who are new, I feel like I am a planner, not kind of like a comfortable planner, if that even makes sense. Like I plan when I'm stressed to, or I plan when I'm stressed and if I feel like procrastinating. So if I'm like procrastinating or work, I'll be like, oh, I'll plan for my future instead. <laughs> so I have a habit of doing that all the time to kind of like um, delay having to do work. Um, so often I'll plan kind of just like stuff that I want to do in the future, whether that be like after undergrad, which I know is kind of like, kind of in the future, but like, you know, it's not that far away, which kind of freaks me out. But 
And then sometimes I'll just plan stuff like for the summer or whatever. But yeah, I have a lot more exciting things planned for the summer and for like future years than this quarter. <laughs> so this quarter is kind of just like schmeh for me right now. But I'm really excited because this summer I have uh, my first internship, like summer internship, because I didn't have one last summer. Um, and it's with like an environmental nonprofit. So that's be super exciting. And I'm going to still be home, but I like being at home. Um, and I'll just be working like remotely. So that's super exciting, but more exciting is, so I, as you guys know, I love learning languages. I suck at it, but I like it, you know? Um, and so my main languages I'm trying to learn right now are Korean and French. Um, kind of, it's kind of like on and off. So like some, some like weeks I'll be like focused more on Korean. Some weeks I'll be focused more on French. So I'm focusing more on Korean right now because, um, I am, I don't, I'm, like, likely, maybe, like, 95% likely attending, like, a summer school kind of thing at this university in Korea. I'm not going to actually be there during the summer because I have my internship, but um, this summer they're doing, like, a lot of remote classes, and so I'm going to try and take, like, a beginning introductory, inter introductory, <laughs> introductory, like, Korean class um, to kind of help familiarize myself with the language. Like, I feel like I'm pretty familiar with the language, with the alphabet, with, like, basic vocab and stuff like that but not really in like a classroom setting where you have to like speak it and stuff like that and learn it kind of like academically um which I really want to do and so that's the plan for the summer um the main kind of obstacle in the way is like the summer school has like two different types of programs so one is like four weeks and the other six weeks the four week one has only one Korean class it's like beginning Korean Korean one um and the time difference is that, like, I'll be taking, like, the class for, like, two hours every weekday in, like, the evening on, like, the West Coast, right? Um, but that class has not been decided. It hasn't been decided whether that class is, like, online versus in person. And so if it is in person, I won't be able to go. And so I'll have to switch to the six-week one, which has more options in terms of, like, the levels and, like, types of classes. But the time difference is that, like, I'll be taking the class, like, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. or something. And I'm like, ooh. Like, I used to have a wild life where I, like, stayed up, like, genuinely pretty late with, like, my friends and stuff. Not doing work. Like, very seldom did I stay up late to do work. But I would stay up late often, like, first year of college to, like, talk to friends and have just, like, late night conversations, you know? But ever since I've been home, I, like, diligently slept before, like, 12, 11.30 on weekdays, and, like, before, like, 1 on weekends, so my sleeping schedule has been pretty consistent and not, like, nocturnal at all, so I'm a little worried if I do have to switch, like, I'll have more time, I'll have, like, a full six weeks to learn Korean and be in, like, a quote-unquote classroom Zoom setting, but the time difference is going to be, like, me up at, like, 1 a.m., just, like, in the dark. I mean, with, a, with an artificial light, of course, but, like, you know, essentially in the dark. Um, so I'll update you guys on that, how that goes, but that's, like, the plan. So during the day, I'll be an intern at a, pro at a non-profit, and then at night, I'll be a student, you know? Feels like, like a Marvel, like, DC superhero, like, backstory, but nothing super exciting. But to me, it's pretty exciting. Um, and then other surprising news and exciting news is that I got into this semester study abroad domestically program. <laughs> I never know what to call it, but basically I'm an environmental science major and technically I have a second major, but I think I'm going to drop that soon and either tack on a minor or just call it a day and just stick with the environmental science major. Um, but I'm an environmental science major and there is like a program that my school offers 
where you can take classes and do research at this place called Marine Biological Laboratory. Why did I say that really weird? Marine Bio Laboratory or like Marine Biological Laboratory. Um, but it's in like Massachusetts and um, you'll basically like, we basically live there for like 15 weeks because it's a semester, even though we're on the fall uh, quarter. Even though we're on the quarter system, we're there for like 15 weeks. So my summer is cut short, unfortunately, but it's really exciting because you can conduct your own research, but also take classes and guarantee get credit for the environmental science major, which is not a common thing, especially for a lot of the things that I've wanted to do. Like I'd I'd have to like apply to get transfer credit. So um, anyways, so that program is for fall quarter technically, but it starts earlier since it's a full semester. Um, so kind of crazy to think about. Because first of all, that's really exciting just in general. I've not lived on the East Coast. Um, but also that means I won't be back in Chicago until like winter of 2022. First of all, it doesn't feel like 2021 and it kind of freaks me out thinking that like by the time I'm done with that program, it's going to be 2022 already. And I'm ho- I get so existential, you guys, when I think about time. And just stuff like that. Like, this is a topic for a whole nother episode, which I should totally save for, like, one of those special edition episodes that I know I definitely said I would start, but I have not had the time. But um, hopefully if my schedule clears up, I can make the first episode for that special series. But yeah, uh, so thinking about time, it makes me very, like, it's very trippy to me. And I feel like I'm not fully settled in to 2021. But it's already, like, almost May, which kind of makes me sad because April is, like, my favorite month, and, like, I was literally, like, I remember, like, when, oh, I don't remember when it was, but I was, like, very, like, emotional or something for, like, the past, not the past, but, like, a couple, like, days, a couple of weeks ago. I was, like, super emotional because I was, like, because technically I've, like, been home from work, like, undergrad quarters so then I have been on campus because I only spent the two quarters of my uh yeah so I spent fall and winter quarter of my first year on campus and then spring quarter first year fall winter spring a second year so four quarters back at home which like honestly I'm not mad about like I wish they kind of like gave us a discount for like doing zoom classes but I feel like a lot of people think that too um so I'm not like mad or anything because I actually really like staying home and I love my parents and we have really good relationships that's been really nice Um, but literally it's, like, me having to, like, move away feels like I have to get, like, homesick again, so I was, like, getting very emotional about that, like, a couple weeks ago, and, like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna be, like, obviously I feel like I should live the college experience and stuff like that, but also I feel like I've just grown so accustomed to, to staying at home and, like, working, quote-unquote, from home, um, and so I was, like, listening to a podcast, I was listening to Ear Biscuits, which you guys should totally listen to, it's super fun and chill and casual, um, a lot of the topics that the two hosts, Rhett and Link, talk about are very interesting. Um, I was listening to one of their more recent episodes, and they are talking about this kind of, like, anxiety about to return to, like, normalcy, which is definitely something that's, like, super interesting, and I bet there's a lot of, like, psychological factors behind it, but kind of, like, it's been, like, over a year since the pandemic started, and everyone's accustomed to, like, not, like, completely, like, staying at home, but, like, staying at home much more than like I think normally they would in like normal times and so just the idea of like going back to the office where things are like going back to be in person it's just kind of like I feel like we've all grown accustomed to this like lifestyle of like 
being a little hermit crabs. I don't know. Not completely. I'm sure there are like many people who are just like itching to go out. And I feel like that's partially me. But in terms of like just like traveling, yes, I'm so ready for like that to be able to be like safer. But also like having to kind of like get accustomed to like living on my own all over again. Because I really didn't live on my own for that long anyways. Just those like two quarters of my first year. So that kind of makes me a little nervous, but I think we'll be okay. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are late. Let me know if you guys are late, but, um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's, this is a conversation for a special series episode, I think. Um, so I won't say too much now, but, um, yeah. And then another thing I wanted to bring up to you guys was my impeccable timing in terms of TV watching. Um, as I've said plenty, plenty times in this podcast, I have pretty amazing timing when it comes to like getting into like new movies, new TV shows. Um, I always like, I normally watch a lot of TV. I know not the best. I promise I try and get exercise too. (laughs) Um, but I normally watch like a lot of TV shows in general, but honestly, I don't know why, but it's like before midterms week, before like big essays are due, I'll get into like a lot of different things and start watching a bunch. So, you know, this this past week was no exception. Midterms of my second year of spring quarter was no exception. I got into many a K-drama um, and so I wanted to share with you guys the ones that I've watched. Oh my gosh, I'm going to sound so weird. I'm going to sound like, like a psycho because I've literally watched, I'm on my third TV show, you guys. And like, I also want to preface this for all of you newcomers. I don't watch things like through and through. Like, I'll watch like every episode, but watching for me, especially when I'm like by myself, is like composed of skimming. So, like, my finger is always on the fast forward button and I kind of just always skim every couple of seconds because it's just like the episodes are just like, they're like 45 minutes, even like an hour, especially for like Korean dramas. And we just don't got time, you know? We want to know what happens. So I end up skipping a lot, and that's how I'm able to finish things so quickly. So I promise I did not spend, like, one hour times 16 episodes. I did not spend 16 hours just, like, you know. It was probably less, you know? So anyways, so I just wanted to share with you guys the dramas that I've watched and my reviews. So we're going to start with our first one. Um, This one, I feel like was one of the dramas that I was, like, hesitant hesitant about, like, starting because I heard some things about it. So it's called King the Eternal Monarch. This one was, like, I heard it was, like, really hyped, but then it got, like, super confusing at the end, and, like, there was, like, an over-inclusion of, like, product placement that made the, like, drama itself seem a bit, like, not, like, tacky, but kind of like that. Um, And so I was kind of hesitant about watching it, and I ended up watching it because why not? (laughs) I've half the time. Um, And so it's about, it takes place in South Korea and it's about kind of like two parallel worlds. One, which is like modern, like South Korea. And then another, which is like if South Korea or if Korea never split into North and South Korea and it was just like a kingdom of Korea on the entire like Korean peninsula. And so the main male character is like the king of, or yeah, no, the king of Korea or emperor, no, king of Korea, like, the full, like, Korean peninsula, whereas the female main character is, like, this detective who's from modern, modern South Korea, um, and so basically they end up meeting each other, there's kind of a whole back, backstory, because, you know, with, I feel like, things where you have, like, kings, and, like, especially in the, like, more historical dramas, there's always some sort of, like, power struggle going on, and so we still see that in this kind of, like, drama, this, like, parallel world, um, but I feel like something that's also, 
of note and quite common is that I believe the second main character, the second main male character stole the show. So like since there's parallel worlds, the idea is that in these parallel worlds, like like for example, if I was in if I was like here and there's a parallel world, there's like another me in that parallel world and we'll have like very similar names and like the same DNA, same fingerprints and everything, but like we could lead like totally different lives. So we'll like look the same, but like technically we're not you know, because, like, we're separated in each of our own worlds, and so in the drama, that was, like, the case, so for the female detective, she was, like, a detective in the, in, uh, the, in the modern day South Korea, but then her other, like, parallel self had, like, a different life, and I'm not gonna say because it's gonna spoil, um, don't want to include too many spoilers or any if I can avoid it, um, and so, yeah, so going back to the um, supporting male character who I believe stole the show, it's like we see kind of like an actual interaction, like very like we see like regular and consistent interaction between his like two between the two like versions or like the characters from the like parallel worlds, and they're like completely different. And like the Kingdom of Korea world. Um, the guy is like the bodyguard or like the king's like best friend so he's like very like stoic and like doesn't smile and is just very serious all the time but then in the uh modern like south korea uh world the guy is like this guy who's like serving out his like military um service because in south korea it's like mandatory for um for guys to serve in the military and so he's serving his military service as like a police officer and he has like really shaggy hair and is very just like carefree and kind of like quirky and innocent and has like a really heavy accent or like dialect speaks in like a really heavy dialect and so like the contrast between the two even though it's like obviously like the same actor playing it is like so good so honestly I really liked like the supporting male uh character a little better than the main one, but it's fine. Um, and so I feel like you guys should watch it if you're interested in this kind of idea of like fantasy, alternate world, alternate universe, but still kind of like connecting it to like modern day. Um, I think it was pretty good. And like the thing with the product placement, there was just like heavy product placement for this like um, one like coffee this like bottle of coffee that like the characters kept drinking um and then this like one boba shop um and so I feel like for me since I skimmed through it anyways like heavy product placement isn't too much of a problem like normally in like Korean dramas it's like the makeup that the girl is using or something um and so I feel like it's not too big of a deal to me but I feel like I can see why like if you're watching the entire thing like without skimming like I would normally do then it kind of gets like annoying when it's like very clearly like they put this like coffee in the shot and you can like see the title or like the name of the brand very clearly so but yeah to me it wasn't too big of a deal but if you're not a fan of heavy product placement then I'd probably say still watch it and if it's too annoying and you don't like the plot then like then I guess don't <laughs> I don't know um but yeah so that was King the Eternal Monarch that was the first one I watched in my uh tv show watching spree the second one that I recently finished was a more, more sinister one, a more kind of somber one. It was called Children of Nobody, and um, I think it's also called Red Moon, Blue Sun. Um, so this one has very little romance, if if at, at all any, if any at all. 
Um, and the main female character is this, like, child counselor who, like, works at, like, uh, an orph- not an orphanage. At this- I think it's just, like, at this, like, child care center. Um, and then the main male character is a detective, and so there- there's no, like, romantic relationship between the two. They just end up kind of, like, working together. Um, so basically it follows- I honestly- it follows this kind of, like, killer who- who is killing, like, people related to child abuse and child neglect, like, cases, or, like, yeah, cases and stuff like that, um, and so I'm not gonna say much because I feel like I skimmed through it too quickly, and I might be a little confused on how it ended, but basically it's very kind of, like, crime-oriented, very psychological thriller, um, a lot of the characters kind of have, like, this, like, dark past, um, and yeah, there's just a lot of themes of, there's a lot of, like, messed up themes of child abuse and domestic violence, and it's just very somber, but also very kind of, like, it's, like, ethically ambiguous, I feel like, because the killer is murdering people who were, like, abusive to their, like, spouses or abusive to their children, but at the same time, it's, like, murder still, right? So it's kind of, like, trying to get justice by, like, killing people. And so there's definitely a little bit of, like, moral ambiguity in this drama. Um, and it's just very... Like, I got goosebumps so many times. Like, you know that feeling when you, your whole body is just, like, heavy goosebumps, like, on my arm or something? Like, I got that, like, th- more than, like, five times during, like, the drama. It was so... It kept me on my toes. I was constantly freaked out because I was watching it at night, which I normally try not to do for, like, scary dramas. It wasn't, like, scary. It was just very, like, it was just, like, what is going on? Oh, my gosh. This is freaky. So, yeah. Um, if you're into more, like, if you don't want the romance, if you're into kind of, like, the solving, like, these cases and this, like, overarching one throughout the whole series, then definitely check out Children of Nobody. Um, I also think the title itself is just very interesting. Um yeah. You'll see why. <laughs> Anyways, so that was the second drama, and then I'm currently on my third one. I know. I'm I'm pretty wild, but I've, I'm, I'm almost done watching it, you guys. Don't judge me, but I am so close to finishing it. I'm actually on episode 14 out of 16 right now. I know. How do I do it? Um, but this one is called The Game Towards Zero. So it's like the game, and there's a colon, and then towards zero. Um, so this one has romance, um, but there's still also crime with it. Uh, it follows a guy who can see people's deaths when he looks into their eyes. So he, when he looks into their eyes, he can see their moment of death and like basically he sees the scene surrounding it, right? So he's had that ability, I think, like since he was a child. And as he grew up, he's kind of like, kind of come to terms with it as in like, oh, I can't help these people. Like, I can't change fate. And then the romance comes in because the female character is a detective who um, is the first person that he can't see the death of. Um, and he's like intrigued by it, you know? And so basically, I'm not going to spoil too much, partly because I don't know how it ends. And I feel like I can't really give like a good overarching summary of it. But the two work together to basically uncover like the, a bunch of like murder cases that are that are connected to one kind of, like, serial killer, 
Um, and actually what's interesting about this one is that, like, you know pretty early on who the serial killer is, but it's kind of, like, the drama follows the two characters trying to actually arrest, like, like convict that, like, serial killer. Like, they know it's him, but, like, they don't, like, have the actual, like, evidence because he's just too good. Um, not, not, like, good in the good sense. He's a bad guy, but, you know. So anyways, I'll finish that. I'll let you guys know how that is in the next episode. Um, but yeah, I feel like I rambled on a lot. So let's take a very short break. And then afterwards, I'll give you guys a song recommendation for this episode. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, so honestly, I haven't chosen out my uh, my song recommendations. But I think it's been a while since I've had a no lyrics one. And that kind of makes it harder to um, find, like, a title for my episodes since um, I tend to choose, I tend to make titles for my episodes based on, like, a lyric of one of the songs that I recommend in the episode, which makes it harder if I don't, if I choose a song that doesn't have lyrics. So, you know, okay, I'm kind of, I'm doubting it. We're doubting it. You know what? We're going to do one song with lyrics and one without that's the pro, that's the advantage of recommending two songs each episode. So let's start out with the no lyric one. So the no lyric song that I'm going to recommend is actually in Korean. And so, you know what, that makes it a little difficult to, <laughs> to, um, to recommend to you guys. Okay, I feel like I'm going to butcher this, um, butcher this title so okay anyways the song that i'm gonna recommend to you guys is there we go sorry if i butchered that if any of you are um, fluent in korean my apologies but this is a song from the children of nobody uh drama that i just told you about um it is no lyrics at all kind of just piano and orchestral accompaniment and it's so like i feel like they played it, they chose the perfect scenes to play it in. Like it, every time it played, I would recognize it. I was like, this is the song that gives me the goosebumps. It like, it just like, it makes like the hairs on like the back of my neck stand up. You know, like when authors like use that like phrase, like figure of speech, like it, it is like one of those songs and it's just so, like it gets to you, you know? Like, so just check it out. I think it's good for like study vibes and stuff, but if you've watched Children of Nobody, and I feel like every time you hear it, you're going to, like, think of those scenes. So that was definitely it for me. But it's also just very kind of, like, peaceful. Like, ironically, it's quite peaceful and just very calm. So definitely good for late night vibes. Um, and so then, since it's in Korean, I will still make sure to write the title in, like, my Instagram posts. And if you have Spotify, feel free to also um, check out the Music to My Ears Song Rex playlist. Um, and then it'll be there once this episode is published. Um, and so, so yeah, so that's how you can find that song. Um, and then the second song that I'm going to recommend to you guys is um, going back to the English language kind of genre or sphere of music. Um, I'm going to recommend the song Stars by Pretty Much. So Pretty Much is like a boy band, as in like, not like a band, but like a boy group. Um, and they, I used to listen to them a lot, I think, when I first discovered them, because they have, like, really nice voices, really good, like, songs, um, but then I feel like I kind of, like, fell out of listening to them, um, because I had, like, listened to all the songs they, like, 
released and kind of like chose my favorites and then never really just like got back into them. But I was like, where was I? I was in H&M. Um, I was switching, like I was exchanging clothing because I had bought this like pair of blue pastel sweatpants that were like too large. So I was switching for a smaller size and like stores play music. And I was like, I like this song. I'm going to Shazam it. So I always like just hold my phone up and I look really weird, but I Shazam the song and it was stars by pretty much. Um, it's just very cute. Like I, it's, I feel like it's like a stereotypical guy kind of like serenading the girl. Right. But I really like the, the melodies, especially kind of just like in the chorus. And it's like this one, one of the members of the groups like sings the chorus each time, but his voice like really fits the chorus. And it's like, they all have distinct voices and the accompaniments are just very kind of like what you would think stars would be if they were to be expressed in music. Like it's very ethereal and kind of very like light and like almost like floaty um, in terms of like instrumentals. Like there's like a beat that drives it, but it's like besides that, there's not like, you know, the accompaniments are just very like, it's just very smooth. That's what I was saying. Anyways, so check out um, the first song that I told you guys about, which I'm not going to pronounce it again because I feel like my pronunciation is not up to par. Um, but I will have it on my Instagram. So make sure to follow that, which I'll mention after this. Um, so that was the first song. And the second song is Stars by Pretty Much. Um, and so then now that'll lead me to my, um, obligatory plug. If you haven't already, make sure to follow me on Instagram at music to my ears pod there. I'll post every Friday. Once the episodes are up announcing the two song recommendations, I'll have the titles there so you can more easily look them up. Um, and then I will, yeah, I'll just like kind of announce the episodes when they're up. And then, like I said before, if you have if you have Spotify, make sure to follow music to my ears song racks. Then you have all the songs that I've ever recommended um, in this podcast, all in one place, all in one list, and you can just keep track of all of that. Um, and I think that's it. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did, um, recording it and, um, make sure you guys are taking care of yourselves. So drink enough water, eating enough food, eating enough nude (laughs) noodles. I had cup noodles today. Maybe that's why. Um, eating enough food, taking enough breaks, getting enough sleep, and rest. That's really important. It's also just very hot today. So I want to, or in California where I am, it's very hot. So I just want to, I want to repeat that drinking water is very important because I neglect my water drinking sometimes. So that's not good. But anyways, that is it for this episode, but I will see you guys all in the next one. Bye everyone.